Hi, this is Open Space Zambia podcast. We are sharing messages on internet governance, internet rights and freedoms, and how internet law and policy affects our lives. My name is Mutinta Nanchengwa, and in this episode, we discuss gender and the internet. This podcast is adopted from Plan International and the G20 Insights blog. The digital divide, or technology gap, is the difference between groups with access to technology and the internet, and those without. The gender-digital divide is a situation that worsens digital divide. There have been significant developments in technology and how technology impacts our lives. However, even as these developments are happening, women continue to remain behind. Women's access to internet remains low. It is the same for girls. It often happens that women and girls do not have the same access to technology as their male counterparts. This is even worse in developing countries, where women and girls struggle to afford internet access and technology. This is for various reasons, including culture. Even though affordability is a key source of exclusion, there are also significant socio-cultural norms that restrict access for women. Stereotypes about what girls can and cannot do in terms of technology and the fear of being discriminated against prevent girls and women from using technology. When women and girls do not fully participate in online spaces and activities, they are held back in many other spheres of their lives. This limits their chances to campaign and speak out on issues that affect them. When women and girls cannot get involved in creating digital content, they worsen the existing inequalities, both in the physical space and online. The gender technology gap also negatively impacts countries' potential for economic growth and development. This means action must be taken immediately. Some people believe that as infrastructure continues to grow and with continued policy and legislature, the gender-digital divide will resolve itself. However, there are indications that this is not the case. The truth is that men and women engage differently with digital services because of, among other factors, gender social norms that don't change nearly as fast as technology. The engagement with digital infrastructure is gendered, and as a result, this is a factor in digital inclusion. There are three areas that can be worked on to bridge the gender-digital divide. Access to handsets. There are negative stereotypes surrounding women who own handsets. For example, in India, there was a fear that women who owned handsets were more likely to be promiscuous and would not participate in traditional courtship processes, according to a study by Harvard. This situation can apply in several other contexts and countries. Internet connectivity. Poor connectivity is a common challenge in many countries, particularly developing ones. People who live in remote areas may need to leave their homes or village to get a signal. However, prevailing social norms around women's mobility and safety may demand that women stay at home or be accompanied when they travel. Women may also be expected to prioritize caregiving responsibilities over using phones to access the internet or conduct financial transactions. Infrastructure. Poor access to utilities like electricity often force people to charge their mobile phones outside the home, which apart from conflicting with social norms around mobility, may require women to have the time and money to get to a local store and charge up. Furthermore, the smarter a phone is, the more battery it consumes and the higher the cost to recharge. Much of the barriers to being gender inclusive on the internet have cultural and social backgrounds. 
As such, there needs to be more deliberate policy aimed at empowering women, and that will break down some of these traditional barriers. Governments around the world need to implement legal and regulatory frameworks that drive ICT adoption. The policies should consider that the internet is a general-purpose technology, and women and girls will need it in their day-to-day -day lives. At the same time, inclusive policies must effectively promote useful and meaningful content for women via digital platforms to increase access and use of basic services. A big barrier towards digital inclusion is the lack of skills that women and girls have. There should be capacity-building programs that teach digital skills, as well as mentoring for the participants. Governments should also ensure to promote education of women in science and technology fields through scholarships, internships and training programs. Even as all these interventions take place, there must be special consideration of prevailing social-cultural norms. This will help us create a digitally inclusive space for all. That's all for this episode. This has been Open Space Zambia podcast with support from GIZ. We were discussing the gender-digital divide, its impacts and what can be done about it. Join our campaign for digital rights in Zambia. Find us on Twitter and Facebook using www.facebook.com forward slash zambloggers, www.bloggersofzambia.org. Our hashtag is openspacezm.